What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Personal Growth Podcast, Time to Grind. Here we discuss how to be the best version of ourselves every single day. I am your host, Kim Wynn, and I'm no expert, but I bring you tools and practices that I've used to transform my own life and guests who can bring their own wisdom and new perspectives your way. Changing your life and healing is completely up to you. I'm just here to spark your imagination and give you new ideas. If you want to do the work, you've got to get out there and grind. Let's do it together. This episode of Time to Grind is sponsored by BetterHelp. Most of us struggle with something. As you know, I have struggled with anxiety most of my life and PTSD for a good portion of my adult life. Therapy has been instrumental for me to find ways to manage and honestly just to have someone to talk to who knew how to help me when I didn't know how to help myself. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and they even offer financial aid. They'll assess your needs and match you with a licensed therapist, and you can change your therapist for free if you don't find the right fit right away. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network. A lot of areas don't have specialized therapy near them, and BetterHelp has a lot of options from the comfort of your home. So join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. And special offer to Time to Grind listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash time to grind. That's betterhelp.com slash time to grind. What's up, Time to Grind? I'm your host, Kim, and it has been a minute since I've done a growth journaling episode. Although this is going to be more of a mini episode, and I'm just going to tie a little bit of journaling in at the end. But I wanted to tell you a couple things first. If you have gone over to Spotify to leave a rating for the podcast, thank you so much. The ratings finally showed up, and I am so thankful for you guys. Uh, If you have not yet done that, Spotify recently uh, implemented a rating system. So if you're a listener of this podcast on Spotify, head over there and tap the stars. It is free and easy and the best thing you can do to help this podcast and hopefully repay any value that I have given you. Of course, you can do the same on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a rating and review over there. And thank you to the people who have already done that. I had a couple new reviews pop up this week and I am so thankful. Every time I read them, they literally make my insides just feel all cozy. So, I, I thank you so much for all of your support. It means a great deal to me in a way that I could never convey in words beyond just saying thank you. So go support the podcast that way. Super easy. I'm going to have new ways to do that coming very, very soon. Also, I wanted to talk a little bit about why growth journaling? And I've done that in an episode, but this is a little bit different. I was thinking about this the other day 
um, you know, I've, I've mentioned before that it's one of the best tools in my toolbox next to visualization. Those are probably the biggest success makers for me, for my life. So I was thinking the other day about what the difference has been for me versus journaling and when I didn't journal about growth. So before I began 75 Hard, I have mentioned very often that I was not in a good place and I was really longing to get better and change and be happier and healthier and, you know, just emotionally more sound and and more agile. And, you know, it, it takes a lot to get there. I'm still a work in progress, as I always say. And I think the difference between then and now is that before I would get these ideas in my head for things I wanted to change, ways I could change, things I could work on. I'd see like a quote or I'd hear a song or I'd read a story. Something would, you know, spark an idea. And then I would get all excited about it for a little bit, you know, maybe like think about it the next five minutes or whatever. And then it would be gone. And I wouldn't go back to it later. I can't tell you what any of those ideas were. I don't know. Really, the first idea I can think of for growth was something I wrote down. And that was my first journal entry that I was going to start 75 hard. And I think that's where everything kind of changed. The moment I decided to write things down, it changed for me. And the deeper I dug into growth and how I was behaving, how I was thinking, how I was acting, I dug a lot into my past and I dig into my present and I think a lot about my future. And I do that in the pages of my journal by asking myself some really thought-provoking questions. And before... I would get very overwhelmed. You know, I'd, I'd have feel like I had so much to change, so much to unlearn, and so much to create for a newer, better version of myself that I'd feel very overwhelmed. And I'd get also overwhelmed by the amount of thoughts I would have. And then my head would be kind of swimming with these ideas and then they'd go away. And then I wouldn't do anything. So I would just continue doing what I'd always been doing. And that didn't work. So if you're one of those people that's feeling stuck and you can't quite get yourself moving and get into action with whatever it is you want to improve on, whether that's your physical health, your emotional health, or your mental health, or all three, get a journal write things down because the second you write things down, they become a goal. They become something to work on. When you write it down, it's more than just an idea in your head and it's something to call to action. These are things I can go back and read. They're behaviors I can continue to work on. There are things I can, I can go back to the beginning of my growth journaling and see how I'm doing with that. I can see if I've grown with it. I can see, I can go back and reassess. 
I actually leave a blank page in between in case I ever want to go back and write more with that. So that's just my little two cents. I highly recommend it. Again, you don't have to journal along. You can just listen and think about these things. And you can always come back to them too. These are recorded. So if it's something you want to think about again, the thought is here. It's not going to be gone like it would be in our heads, you know, if we didn't write it down. So you're obviously able to come back to this and think about it. Like I said, this is going to be more of a mini episode. I'm just going to tie in a little bit of journaling at the end and give you a tiny prompt. So as most of you know, I'm a big Tim Ferriss fan and I was, I am still reading uh, Tribe of Mentors, which is a fantastic book. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Um, it is my Amazon affiliate link. So not only would you be supporting Tim Ferriss by buying the book, but you know, the, the show earns a tiny bit off of it. Not much at all, but I would appreciate if you do buy the book, which I highly recommend. It's my favorite book. Go grab it with the link in the show notes. So I was reading and this is uh, by by person in here. He interviews a lot of different people. And I'm going to read a brief portion by Debbie Millman. Debbie is the founder and host of Design Matters. And that's the world's first longest and running podcast about design. So if design is your thing, go check out her podcast. I have not, but if it's been around that long, I'm sure it's amazing. And if she's featured in this book, she's most definitely amazing. So there's an idea in here that really stood out to me. I always highlight things to go back to in books. She was talking about, you know, a habit that, a habit, belief, or behavior that has improved her life. And she credits a writer that uh, she knows named Danny Shapiro. And she talks about how Danny said that confidence was highly overrated. That she explained that she felt most overly confident people were really annoying. And the most confident people were usually arrogant. She felt that over-exuding that amount of confidence was a sure sign that a person was compensating for some type of internal psychological deficit. Instead, she declared that courage was more important than confidence. When you are operating out of courage, you are saying that no matter how you feel about yourself or your opportunities or the outcome, you are going to take a risk and take a step forward toward what you want. You are not waiting for the confidence to mysteriously arrive. I now believe that confidence is achieved through repeated success at any endeavor. The more you practice doing something, the better you get at it and your confidence will grow over time. So this got me thinking (laughs) because I'll see a lot of people say like the difference in my confidence in my photos. And I don't know that there is a difference in my confidence, but there is definitely a difference in my courage. I am much more courageous than I used to be. I think I've always been confident in who I am as a person. I've always been confident 
in my values, my beliefs, what I stand for, um, my kindness, my empathy, things like that. I, I am by no means perfect, but I try very hard to be good to people. I wouldn't say that I'm more confident. However, previously, if you look at my progress photos, I was not overly confident about my physical appearance and my mental health was not in the best shape. So I think you see a difference in my outer confidence, uh, in my appearance for sure. Although that is not the end all be all of the things that I'm confident about. But I think it's my courage that's shining through. I think that is the difference in most people when you see a lot of positive change in them. They have more courage. And it got me thinking about old me, let's say, before I began my Live Hardier versus me now. And the big difference is actually not in confidence, it's in courage. Old me did not have courage. I had moments of courage, for sure. I had moments where I made some big life decisions that took a lot of courage for me. Now, I think I just live courageously all the time, almost all the time. Of course, like anyone, I have moments where, you know, I I, I get afraid and things like that, but I'm much more apt to push through the fear now. And I think a lot of that is, like she said, just consistent action and repeated success at things. But not just repeated success. I also am more courageous because I grew very comfortable with failure. I actually love it. I think failure teaches me much more than success does. Uh, and I really only succeed because I fail. So I think it's a combination of all these things. And I wanted to just plant this seed in your brain because I know there are a lot of people out there seeking to be more confident in themselves, to have more self-confidence. And I urge you to rephrase that. And ask yourself how you can have more self-courage. Because with courage will come confidence. The more courageous acts you take, the more confident you'll become in yourself. This is absolutely true for me. We're sitting here, you know, to get, I like to think we're together, even though I'm recording this by myself and no one's going to hear it right away. <laughs> You're sitting here listening to a podcast that I created almost a year ago when I had no idea what I was doing or if anyone would even listen. And I thought, well, it's okay if no one does. Then I'm in no different of a place than I am now. And I made the decision to try. And that took a lot of courage for me. Hitting that first publish button... <laughs> was very courageous. I literally have put so much of myself, not only into this podcast, but on this podcast. There are a lot of personal things I talk about to the point where a lot of listeners probably think they really like 
know the ins and outs of my whole life, but I've not yet covered a lot of it. So there's still a lot to unpack. I just wanted to give you a little encouragement because if you're struggling with your self-confidence, I want you to get out your journal and write down the things you want to be more courageous about and start digging deep for the courage to try because I promise you with that will come confidence and not just confidence in you know your appearance and confidence in those things that while they're great really don't matter as much I know in the world of like social media and everything, we're kind of measured by our photos, you know, which breaks my heart a little bit, but I know it's just the nature of the beast. I actually posted something yesterday that said I have zero intentions of being the prettiest girl in the room. I do not care about that. I do, however, care about being kind, loving, caring, having ambition and work ethic, etc. And I'll be that girl over the prettiest girl any day. And someone made a great comment on that. So uh, Amanda Marie, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but I loved your comment. She said to be the prettiest, someone has to be less than. So it's never worth it. Be you and that's always enough. And that's very true. But we don't compare courage, do we? We don't typically sit around and look at each other's social media and say, oh, they're so much more courageous than I am. Although I can think of some very brave people, but I don't really compare myself to them. I more strive to be a braver version of myself. And so I think that's the ultimate goal here. More courage. So what are the things you want to be courageous about? And what are some steps you can take to display that courage, to just jump in and do? What are the things? I know we all have some kind of dream for things we want to do, um, places we want to see, experience we we want to have. And none of that's going to happen unless you have the courage to try. So... That's all I got for you guys today. Make sure you do all the normal things. Follow social media, Time to Grind podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, You can also check out the website, www.timetogrindpodcast.com, where you'll find merch, journal entries, episode summaries, all that kind of stuff. Again, go rate and review. It's so, so helpful. And I'll have more ways to support the show coming up very soon. Um, I have some affiliate sponsors that you'll hear me mentioning in episodes uh, very shortly. And I'm going to go back and insert them to all the old episodes too. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm going to be suggesting a lot of the books I read, things like that. And I have a Patreon coming very soon. So it's going to have some extra things for you guys that I've been planning. And I'm really excited about that. So everyone have a great day, whatever day you're choosing to listen. And as always, get out there and grind.